All right, everybody, welcome to another installment of Lyle's Movie Files. I'm your host, Jeffrey Lyle's. Joining me today is the one and only Big Gun. Gunner, how you doing, man? Doing great, man. How's everything? I won't complain. Feeling pretty good. It's a little chilly out here now, but it's the middle part of November, and that's to be expected. So it is what it is. Jace, how you doing there, little brother? I'm not doing too bad. All right, well, let's get ready to roll with the big release for this week. Uh, it's already opening in theaters as we speak. People are watching it now, including the one and only Chief, who's out watching Justice League. But let's talk about it. I am, I've got so much to say about it. Uh, <laughs> so much after I went through Rotten Tomatoes and saw the scores from the critics. Uh, right now, it was, it was probably about 45% brush, which means most of the critics did not like this movie. And I'm just like, you guys don't know what you want. It's, first of all, Man of Steel is too serious. It's too somber. Superman would never kill anybody, and he's not smiling. This is not the Superman movie that Christopher Reeve made back in the 70s. Then Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice came out. Oh, this is so stupid. It's so depressing, so somber. It's just a bunch of fights with no story, with no character. Even though there's an Ultimate Edition that explains the silliness of the edits with the plot, we don't care. These movies are terrible. Wonder Woman comes out. Hey, we like Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman's great. It's a, a feminist rallying cry. There's no way in 2017 we could say Wonder Woman was a bad movie. But Justice League? Oh, we're going to crap all over this one. Justice League, in case you don't know, is the culmination of three movies, tying in all the events from Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, and a very little bit of Wonder Woman. And we've got Batman and Wonder Woman, played by Ben Affleck and Gal Gadot. They are rallying the troops because they know an evil force is on its way. And that evil force is the one and only Steppenwolf, who is... Very familiar to DC comic fans, and he is one of the new gods, our evil new gods on Apocalypse. And we get a little tease of that, but not a whole lot. And, and to deal with the threat of Steppenwolf, Batman and Wonder Woman need a squad. And their squad goals are to team up with Aquaman, The Flash, and Cyborg. And they're going to come together, and it's going to be five of them. I cannot get that song come together right now out of my head. But the Justice League are forming, and they've got to stop Steppenwolf. And what we get is this culmination of Zack Snyder and Josh Whedon's vision. Zack Snyder had to step away midway through, or maybe three-fourths of the way through, and Josh Whedon kind of picked up the ball and got her across the finish line. I loved Justice League. It was a lot of fun, cool action, great character development, and a story that had me hopeful and optimistic about everything that's to come going forward with the DC cinematic or extended universe because they don't have a cinematic universe. It's an extended one. So Justice League was pretty much everything I wanted. Uh, even, I even had a speculation of something that would happen that did kind of happen. And there were all kinds of great Easter eggs for fans of DC comics and they can go, ooh, ooh I saw that. And, oh, look, did you see that? And it's not so, it wasn't so important to the plot like some of the Marvel Easter eggs that mean a lot. But for DC fans, the stuff that shows up is kind of like, oh, that's cool. I can't wait to see what you guys do with that. So there's a lot of it. I love Justice League. I don't really understand what people who are hating on this one, you know, I feel like they didn't have much of a leg to stand on to me hating on Batman versus Superman. 
But this time, I'm, I'm at a complete and utter loss. Fellas, I need your help making sense to this. Gunner, what did you think? I, I don't understand why people hate it. I, I really don't. I truly do not understand it. This is a Justice League movie. It's a perfect Justice League movie. That's it. If you watched Justice League War and you thought that was good, then I have problems with thinking that... I have problems with your thinking. If you watch the animated uh, DC Universe one, it was... <laughs> it, that was terrible. This was so much better than that, obviously. But it was, I mean, were they looking for, like, the epic Avengers or something? What were they looking for? Um, I think we're, I think people are starting to compare the two universes now, um, like they did with the comics, and you're just going to choose one or the other. It seems like the critics chose Marvel first over, over, you know, over DC. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, us comic book fans, we're, we're all hybrids of, of both. Most of us, anyway, are hybrids of both. Throw us some image. Who knows? I, I don't know. I, when I look at, when I look at it for a Justice League movie, I'm looking for DC characters. I'm looking for the DC comics, normal spin on things. Some humor, lots of action. Here it is. Everybody has like a different personality, which I'm going to say, Marvel doesn't do well. The character development is always there with, really, with Marvel, probably a little bit better than DC, especially in the last few movies, except for the last two, in my opinion. You got these people who really shouldn't be coming together, and then they end up coming together, but they're together, but they're not the same. You know, they went back to their different worlds, just like they try to do with Avengers. The only thing is, Avengers are all military cats, right? They all have the same mentality. These people have you got a high school kid that suddenly is a cyborg and he hates his dad secretly. You can already tell that, right? You got Wonder Woman who's like a god, half god. Superman, he's like, dude, I just came back to life. This is weird. Okay. All right, fine. I'm an alien and I'm immortal. Cool. You know, Batman's Batman, brooding Batman. We all love Batman, right? You know what I mean? The Flash is they've got the goofy version of Barry Allen. They got it pretty right. You know what I mean? I think they got it right. I just still hate his costume. But they all have, like, different walks of life versus at the Avengers, you know, how many soldiers do you have? How many ex-military people do you have? How many people involved in government do you have? You get know what I mean? Like, there's always, like, a similar yeah. personality there. So, you know, for me, I'm not looking for that in DC Comics because I understand that each character is a different walk of life. Um, so uh, I, I truly don't understand what the critics are looking for. I'm, I'm questioning any of these people are comic fans because every comic book fan critic that I've talked to, including two of us on the phone, uh, really liked it. It was like a vast improvement. And even some of the skeptics, they were like, eh, you know what? <laughs> this is a vast improvement over, you know, some of the other ones. They finally got a formula right. So yeah. I, I just don't. I don't understand. I can't help you with people. <laughs> I can't help you with your question. I don't understand why people <laughs> say this movie was bad. Could it, were there things that they could have improved upon? Okay, but not, I mean, it was not bad. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> come on. So the, what you're saying, I think the biggest thing that they, quote, unquote, really needed to improve on was just how they connected the tone of Batman versus Superman with this movie. I mean, it was like, okay, we got to make a few adjustments, a little course correction to be more appealing to the audience that didn't like our new take on Superman, who didn't like our older, world-weary Batman. We've got to make it more appealing. The peop- All those people who like Wonder Woman, we need to bring them in to the fold and have them excited about our universe. And I think that transition was a little herky-jerky, especially as they had to introduce 
three other characters, but I thought mm-hmm. once they got to that point, it really worked. And even in that early origin part where, all right, everybody's kind of meeting and we're getting here and so forth, I thought it it worked to an extent, but I definitely felt like if that was the one area where it was like, okay, I understand what you're, what you have, what you feel like you have to do because people didn't like your other movies. So you're changing stuff to accommodate more of the masses. But I thought when they actually put it together, I mean, because, you know, I, I, I will stand up and defend that ultimate edition of Batman versus Superman all day. You know, I get that people just didn't like that take on, on Superman in particular. And we'll get to spoiler section soon, but I thought what they did here was make the Justice League more Wonder Woman audience friendly. And to that extent, it was I a could really dig great it. success. I mean, they definitely did. I mean, you got an empowering woman, and then you got Jason Mora, whom, you know, come on. So, un- unlike People Magazine, every woman on my timeline believes he's the sexiest man alive. So, right. sorry, I just slipped that in there. Not so, <laughs> no. yeah. No. No. Um, he, 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 Blake was not on the consensus list now. Right. Oh. He can play. He can play Bibbo or whoever. You know what I mean? That's who. That's who Blake Shelton should be. That tubby dude. If he's going to be in there or in DC Comics. Anyways, I think. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're on point with that. I. I can see your argument there because I'm like, yeah, they did have a problem transitioning all the movies together, which Marvel did amazingly because they planned it out, right? I don't think these guys planned it out that way. They're trying to figure out their path. And well, I think what happened with them was they had are they had pretty much in 2011. All right, we see what you guys have done. We've got our Superman returns that didn't really take off. Christopher Nolan doesn't want his Batman anywhere near a shared universe. So the next best thing is to start it far away, and we'll start it with Green Lantern. And because nobody really liked the Green Lantern movie. Uh, it caused a lot of problems for him. So it was like, okay, well, what do we do now? And in fixing that, they had to take a long step back. And they let a lot, and they let Marvel get a huge head start in terms of where they were going and what they wanted to do with their universe. And I said 2011. I actually think, man, it still came out then. Uh, Green Lantern came out in 2008. So it was a long time ago. So I mean, they, they needed to fix things and they got it straight. Jace, what did you think about Justice League? And, and what do you think about all these critics hating on it? Okay. I, I think if you did a comparison, I, I just happened to, while you guys were talking, I looked on Rotten Tomato. And I looked at uh, places like Slate. Uh, it said, like, Slate, Box, uh, NPR. Some of these places is like, did you like any comic book movie other than Wonder Woman? I mean, if you did a comparison, I'm sure you'd find that most of them don't like comic book movies. Um, and they don't know, and they act like they've never seen this universe at all. So they always act like you need to fill in gaps and everything. The story has to be nine hours long, and then they'll hate it if it's too long. Um, I, I think I went and saw it if with 100% the worst seat possible in a movie theater, front row, literally about to walk out like this is the really ridiculous seat. But I really sit, sat and watched that movie, and I'm like, oh, this is really fun. Like, it's, it doesn't have a long runtime. It explains all the characters. Um, it's like, I mean, if anything, my only critique was maybe the humor. But that also, like I said, when I go see it probably uh, Friday or Saturday, 
I'll probably enjoy the humor a little more because my seat won't be so bad and my neck won't be killing me the next three days. But honestly, this this movie is a lot of fun. I mean, if you if you've watched Wonder Woman, I think it does. And I think if you watch Batman, Superman, and then Wonder Woman, I think it does actually flow in really well. With after the two, it's like okay, Batman, Superman's like uh, it's a really depressing kind of world. Uh, we lost Superman. Um, Wonder Woman gives you a little more hope. This one's like, okay, we're still not hunky-dory hopeful, but we're getting there. And I think that that transition, I, and I think, and I'm going to laugh, uh, I think uh, Chief will come back liking Cyborg after this movie. Uh, yeah. His, his, his story was, his, he was told very well, I thought. They did a really he good job with Cyborg. He was the one kind of wild card, and he was the guy who was like, wow, Cyborg is cool. And I won't talk about the spoiler, but my biggest problem with him was his outfit. And it just seemed like it was his crackly shell. But I thought Ray Fisher, who played Cyborg, did a really good job showing the emotional turmoil of, of losing your body and becoming this robot hybrid. And and I liked how they used him. And there were a lot of scenes, like of all the guys in the movie, he seemed to have a lot of those early early trailer moments taken away. Like, you didn't see him playing football. You didn't see him put on the cyborg mask and fly up into the clouds. I mean, there were a lot of cyborg moments. At least, you know, maybe they didn't matter to the overall story, but I just thought, like, hey, we didn't get to see his football moment. And and that probably didn't matter because his origin, all the thing that was important you saw in Batman vs. Superman. His body is wasted away, and his dad uses this device to help him out. Yeah. It's like, you don't, you don't, it's, you don't need an origin story when an origin can be told, like, in that five minutes in Batman and Superman. It was, yep, that's what happened. You you watched this movie. Don't act like you came in fresh off the boat. Like, you've watched Batman Superman. If you've hated that movie, you come back with the same knowledge. Superman died. Uh, these other heroes were found. They know exactly what they look like. They know exactly kind of what their powers are. It's like that's where we are. <laughs> yeah, it didn't exactly. have, it, like I said, it, the, and it, the, long, the run time was not enormous that you'd be like, oh gosh, this movie seems like it's dragging on because I'm getting this extended origin story on all these characters. It was here's you went to all their home worlds, you saw who they interact with, um, what their kind of turmoil is going forward, and how that can be made into another movie or a series of movies. And honestly, this I looked at some of these, like like I said, I looked at some of these critics, and you're going to see most of them are like the pretentious ones. And I would love to see how many of them like poo-pooed on Wonder Woman and see if they like that movie. Because then it's like, okay, did you like Wonder Woman because it was fashionable? Again, like kind of like the prequels. Like, it, do you, did you really dislike this movie because you didn't like it? Or because it was fashionable to hate on it. Like, oh, this is DC Universe. I can crap all over this. But Marvel, oh, great. It, yeah, it's great. Marvel's great. Yeah, I think but, that's a good point. Because yeah. you've kind of gotten this thing where Marvel is the way a superhero movie is supposed to be. Like, I don't feel like any superhero movie has really had a lot of success since, maybe even, geez, since Avengers. Because I feel like everything that hasn't been under that Marvel Studios umbrella has kind of been looked down like, well, that's not the way you're supposed to make a comic book movie. Marvel showed you how. Why don't you make it like Marvel? And I think DC 
I give them so much credit for trying something different with Man of Steel in, in Batman versus Superman. They weren't doing Dude, the you can same go back. thing. But you can still go back to the Chris Nolan Batman. I mean, his was, allowed his was that isolated. And it was, yeah. But it, so was, it doesn't it was matter. Different. But, I mean, they loved it. So it's like, well, so I always thought they, they liked the, the, the Christopher Nolan ones because they were so far away from a traditional superhero movie where, oh, okay, this makes sense because he has an outfit. He's basically James Bond with a costume. And the characters and just how they were written were so well done that it made, that it connected with those, those critics who may not care or know Providence yeah. origin. I think they they connected on a greater level than your typical yeah, that's comic movie. And there was Marvel movies, reality, right? Right. The Marvel Versus movies were joining more, universes, yeah. Joining world, joining every every superhero together. Yeah. All the oh, excuse me, all the superheroes you right. know are in the same universe. Yeah, exactly. Where you know if There's you've ever read any and, comic book, that's yeah. just how it works. In every comic book, yeah. Hell, we had a Marvel versus DC, and Marvel joins DC. But you right. know, Lord, Lord knows what the critics would think about that. Right. So, so yeah. it goes. I think we're all saying similar things. You know what I mean? I think the critics just aren't comic book readers. They don't get it. These are for fans. These are for fans and friends of fans and people that understand. Hey, these are two different comic book companies. They will interact differently. And just like in the comics, one formula isn't over the other. They can exist. Yeah, it's it's different, and 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 instead of like, well, I got to choose one or the other. I mean, it's not a team DC or team Marvel. I mean, I like Superman and Batman, Wonder Woman. I like Captain America, Thor, and Iron Man. But it doesn't mean I've got to choose one. Those movies they stand out on their own. And I think right. uh, DC now kind of has the formula for okay. And I really, really hope the critics like this is one of those rare times where I really just hope. Audiences go see it for themselves and don't care. This isn't like a, a Transformers Michael Bay movie where I just hope that the critics' uh, input stops people from spending so much money so Michael Bay doesn't get paid more money to keep making crappy Transformer movies. I really want the audience to go out and see <laughs> this one. So DC and Warner Brothers is like, okay, maybe the critics didn't like it. And that, that's cool. The critics don't have to because really they're not paying to see the movie anyway. It's everyone who's buying a ticket. If those people go and buy a ticket and they like it and go see it again or tell somebody, hey, it was good, that's the only win that matters for them here. So I'm hoping that audiences go see this movie. It's fun. And I want Warner Brothers to feel like, okay, this is the direction we need to go. I don't want them to take the lesson from this that, oh, that didn't work. Let's try something else because we need to figure out something to make the audience like our movie. Okay, well, they experimented with Suicide Squad, so I mean that was stop experimenting. You got the formula. I think they, I think, I think they, I think they know they got the formula now. Okay, yeah. well, here, here's the thing. Like, I think maybe this is the thing. It's like the Avengers aren't, and and maybe this is might just be one of those things that helps them. Like, beside Thor, a lot of the stuff in Marvel is very non-superpower. It's very, you can say it's grounded in technology or re- science and reality. DC is, these guys come from different worlds, these guys come from superpower origins, and maybe the critics are just like, oh, I just don't buy that. I don't, be, you know, that's just not my thing. But then they can point, it's, right? So Guardians. Well, no, no, Guardians, like, Guardians 1 was, was that really highly rated? I mean, like, Guardians 2 was, like, yeah, that was, but again, that was, oh, it's Marvel, so we have to like it. It wasn't, like, and Thor was, 
oh, okay, well, this is Thor in a different universe, but it's Marvel, so we can't poo-poo on it. We have to always say Marvel's good. But PC, well, these guys are superpower. These guys, all of them have super strength or some mystical origin. It's just, uh, we don't get it. So what do we, what do, so let's just crap all over it. All right, so let's let's uh, talk real fast here about a couple of other things. So today on the wire, uh, you know Matt Reeves is working on a standalone, maybe maybe not connected Batman film, and there are rumors, talks that maybe Ben Affleck will not even be part of this. You know, originally it was slated for Affleck to star, write, and direct this Batman standalone. And since Matt Reeves, who directed the last couple of Planet of the Apes films, came on board, uh, and I guess in some part to the failure of Affleck's Live By Night, Affleck is kind of falling out of creative favor, and they want to have Matt Reeves, who's done a phenomenal job on the Planet of the Apes films, let him take the creative drive and take the wheel and do whatever he wants to do. Affleck is kind of been rumored to not be so invested and interested in continuing on as Batman. The rumor is he wants to figure out a graceful way to exit out of the franchise. Maybe not uh, with the Justice League sequel, but eventually at some point. Reeves, however, is now been rumored to look at Jake Gyllenhaal for his Batman for his films. What do you think about Affleck's Batman and what do you think about the potential of Jake Gyllenhaal playing Batman going forward. Jason, let's start no. with you. <laughs> uh, can I say no? Oh, uh, God. Not another Gyllenhaal in a Batman movie. No, it, it's just... <laughs> uh, no, they, to be honest, they don't. if, if they're going to scrap him from anything, I mean, this is unlike Terrence Howard, as, we joked, as I joked last week, <laughs> this is actually one of your main characters. If you're going to do it, pull the pit, just... Start from, like, basically say, we're going all in on this next person, but Jake Gyllenhaal does not scream Batman. I mean, maybe this is a, a Michael Keaton moment for uh, my generation where mm-hmm. you previously said Michael Keaton couldn't do it because X, Y, and Z, but Jake Gyllenhaal does not scream suave billionaire you playboys. You guys are not giving Jake Gyllenhaal enough credit. No, and that's, and that's true. He's a really good actor. And that's true, and I, and I don't say this, I've never seen... Uh, South Paul or some of his other, it's like, mm-hmm. but, and and that, and that's just, it's something, there is some part of, it is actually the look. It's the kind of jerkish, like how, there, like you saw like in times in, uh, Justice League, when Bruce Wayne didn't, when he did not have one to bat suit, he came off as like the, yeah, I'll buy, I mean like kind of this smug billionaire kind of, and I kind of hate you. Mm-hmm. So he came up, but it wasn't a bad way. It was like, dang, that's kind of cool. Jake Gyllenhaal, I, nothing I've seen him in has that, like, I can be that kind of suave, billionaire kind of dude. Um, and, and he, hey, that, if, if he put, proves me wrong, if they put him in, that's cool. I mean, I'm not going to not see the movie if he's in there, but I would say they need to figure out uh, probably, a, a, like, somebody who looks kind of looks the part with, uh, I mean, Henry Cavill looks like super, I mean, you, at this point, the dude looks like Superman. You need to put him in, like, the dude's, like, walking tank at this point. You need somebody kind of, I don't, I mean, I saw Jake Gyllenhaal, he looked really ripped in Southpaw, but you need somebody big enough who looks like they can kind of match up with him, but just being a guy who doesn't have superpower. So you basically have to make him drop him in to a point where he looks like 
you put him in that walking tank suit from Batman Superman, he can kind of go head to toe with him. And, and I don't have any other guys that would think that. I think you, you discussed this a couple months ago on your site, uh, like guys who possibly could fill in the role. And I think mm-hmm. one, one of them is actually is in the DC universe, but uh, in a different role right now. So, so some, if you stick around for the second part of the, the spoilers, you'll see who we're talking about. Yeah, I, th- I think if they want to do that, they got to do it quick and just, and they kind of have to almost look like they did a redux of, uh, that he's been there the whole time. I don't know how you're going to do it, but it's, mm-hmm. it's going to be a, going to be a pill. All right. So I think now we can talk about spoilers. Your, this is your warning. If you don't want to hear any spoilers about this, please stop. No, keep listening, but fast forward. All right. So. The big news was, and I don't want to go into like how it happens, because uh, you know, say something for everybody. But Superman, this was the Superman I've wanted to see on the big screen forever. He was smiling, he was making jokes. It was kind of like the uh, man, the Tim Daly Superman, the animated series version, mm-hmm. who wasn't getting punked out, who wasn't getting tossed aside so everybody else can look cool. This was like, I mean, the movie's really set up to be like the return of Superman, like. Everything has gone wrong since Superman's left, you know, since Superman got killed. And hope is dying, and, you know, it starts off with, like, hey, Superman is hope. And with him gone, hope is dying in this universe. So it was, like, this desperate attempt to bring him back. And then when Superman returns, it's like, yes, Superman is actually here. And he's just doing everything Superman should do. And... He's, like, saving a bunch of people. He's helping out his teammates. He's just, it's, this is Superman. And this was, like, the the time where Henry Cavill got to show off that he is the Superman I think we've all wanted to see. Yeah, that was, like, perfect to me. I mean, there's no other way around it. You just described it. Yeah, it was very much like the Tim Daly from the uh, animated series, which is, you know, Bruce Timm's uh uh, child there, but that was yeah. I, I have no com- yeah. I had no complaints uh, when he finally stepped up against Stephen Wolf. You already knew how it was going to play, but I didn't know it was going to play that well. I was like, all right, yeah, that's pretty easy, done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it inspired other people to work a little harder, which is you know one of those weird osmosis things that Superman does. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that was uh, that's perfect, right? You know what I mean? I, you couldn't get any much better, and then a little jokey joke at the end. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I, I was like, uh. I wish I was dead again. Like, this hurts. So, I'm like, okay, this is funny. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, okay, that's cool. I kind of did wish I saw the, uh, you know, the black suit, but, you know, whatever. We got a little taste of it. It didn't matter. The way they did it, the way they brought him back was really clever, I thought. And it was to the point where it was like, yeah, that that wouldn't have really made a lot of sense for what they decided to do. But I really liked how it played out. Okay. So, Jace, you're my resident Superman expert. What did you think about this? Okay. As resident Superman a- uh, agent, uh, I did I did like uh, the fact he was, like, smiling, you know. Like, he also – I'm going to – there's I'm, I'm going to try and stay spoilers-free, but there's really one part that's like, yeah. oh, yeah, <laughs> this dude is super compared to everybody. <laughs> and that was really cool. Uh, and, and and also your joke is like yeah, I was like oh wow this guy is actually you know a human being versus you know I'm giant and big bigger than all of you and I really don't want to know if I want to be bothered with this world which was uh, something that didn't come off all the time in uh, 
even Man of Steel was like, wow, I really think you guys are kind of jerks, and I'll try and work with you, but you guys are kind of tames in the deal. This was a guy's like, you know what? I'm kind of, I'm kind of glad to be back here. Um, and I, I also appreciated he was the, as you said, after the movie, the ultimate cheat code, which exactly how super you're going to have him fighting these uh, really super strong beings. That really is kind of how it should be. It's like he doesn't have like upper limits. I mean, this is like the dude can fly out in the sky, he can you know go super fast. He really is super strong. He has these amazing powers, so it's very good that he was able to use all of them in this one. So I, I really, like I said, I, I really appreciated their take on uh, Superman on this one. Yeah, exactly. And also, I'm sorry, there's something else I saw on like critics is actually I almost jumped in front of Melba when he was talking about this. They were saying like, you know, this doesn't make you see how any of these people are super. That is a complete <laughs> BS. It's like, that means really? you didn't watch the movie and you I already mean, came in with some preconceived notions that this is going to suck and you just decided to say it's going to suck. You already knew yeah, you were like going to say it sucked because what the hell. Yeah, every one of them does something that is, oh, wow, okay, that's amazing. Like, I'm not going to – it's like you already saw what Wonder Woman can do and she does all of that and it's not like some punk stuff. It's like she, she one-ups – like the stuff, like the special effects she was doing, like that was like, oh yeah, that's freaking cool. Um, everyone has a moment like that to shine that is really cool. Right. And to say, oh, they, you know, what's so super about these guys? It doesn't look like they got too much hope. It's like, shut the heck up. I mean, just, right. you really just, like you said, Gunner, that they came in there with some preconceived notion. They were probably texting on their phone instead of actually watching the movie. Like, here's what snarky comment can I say now? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm still going to get likes for this one. Yeah. Well, they're ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What's there not to like? How are you going to tell me that these guys aren't super? I don't know, man. That I just doesn't make any sense to me. does not make any sense to me. And okay, you know so. I brought up the Fantastic Four for a reason. They still haven't got it right in the movies. You're trying to well, talk to me about Justice League being bad. Okay. That's all the critics that think this movie was really – any critic that says this thing is not super, I want to have words with them. Thank That's you for it. the clarification. That was not yeah. Yeah. You honestly, I think, as I say, I think the audience is if they have watched all superhero movies, not just the Marvel movies. Like right. if you think Marvel is the only way you can do them, then maybe you think this movie is bad. I don't think you should. But if you've seen like Christopher Reeves as Superman, you've seen, gosh, who's my man, Brad Roth, who hey, I still think mm -hmm. is a bad rep on his Super Brandon Roth. I, I, it, it, let me say this. That movie had its own flaws. It wasn't him. <laughs> uh, but if you've seen all of the different takes on, like, you've seen Christopher Nolan, you've seen the various Batmans, if you don't think that Marvel is the perfect 100% need-to-adhere-to formula, you should enjoy this movie. Agreed. All right. Well, nothing else to add on that. I'm also looking on Rotten Tomatoes. Justice League now has sunk down to 37% fresh, which is... Absolutely ridiculous. Yes. But also, which I, I found surprising, Netflix has its latest Marvel collaboration with The Punisher. I really like this. I'm surprised it's it's 67%. I think some of the eh, negative feedback it's getting is because people want to be uh, particularly sensitive to gun violence. And this, this I mean, it's a Punisher it's show. It's The Punisher. So, I mean, so don't watch violence. it if you have, yeah. If you got yeah, issues with gun violence, there are certain things you shouldn't watch, like a yeah. Punisher film. 
If you don't like hammers, if you got smacked upside the head with a bunch of hammers, guess what movie you shouldn't watch? Thor. I mean, that's common sense to me, and I can't stand that. I'm sorry. I get the whole gun violence thing. Life sucks right now because mass shootings, et cetera, et cetera, gun rights, no one's doing anything, uh, whatever. But come on. If you don't want to see Punisher, you know 100% Punisher is a – anti-hero who kills a lot of bad guys with a lot of guns. If that is not your bag, stay away from us. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't, I've not seen I hate guys episode. with knives. I hate guys with knives. There's a guy that got six knives in him. You know what? I'm going to, I'm not going to watch Wolverine. I mean, I don't, I don't, there's a logic here. Like, I'm sorry. It's just weird to me. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> if, 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 a, if a family member got stabbed violently, so yes, yeah, stay away from Wolverine. If, that, if you're going to be sensitive, if you aren't going to accept that this is a comic book, this is actually where you need to take a step back. Like, yeah. Even no matter how based in reality grounded, this is still a comic book. Exactly. Is not. That's why they got the little rating on there. Just I think there's a certain bit of awareness that, that some critics need. Um, I mean, they, they, they're, I feel like by the time it's over and more people have finished watching it, it could be down to Iron Fist Defenders levels, but I just don't see it. I mean, John Bernthal was a huge get for Netflix with Daredevil's second season, he really holds himself well in a lead role. And for the first time, better than the other Netflix shows, the supporting characters actually have an important role, and they mean something. So their subplots actually connect the way they're intended, and it's not like, ugh, can we get back to the Punisher shooting people? So I really, really like this one. I'm looking forward to hearing what you guys think uh I know, Melvin, you will probably gun through this thing really fast, so we'll talk nice. about it for sure. Next probably week. Saturday night. Like. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I, I, mean, I had no doubt. So one other bit of comic book news, which I thought was interesting, and, and maybe I think this is interesting. Maybe it's, it could be cool, maybe not. James Franco is apparently going to be starring in a Fox X-Men movie. But not maybe maybe not for a character that a lot of people are familiar with and have any clue who this guy is. He is in talks to star as Jamie Madjox, the Multiple Man. And sure. basically, his power is he can make duplicates of himself. So he uh, has some really light physical contact, and he makes another of himself. And that duplicate uh, assumes that it's the original deal and acts like Jamie Madjox. And what happens is they start creating their own kind of identities the longer they're away from him. But it's a cool power. I think with, with Franco, they're going to try to make it more comedic. Franco's one of those guys that I kind of, he, he, he really has that uh, smug look. And I don't know if he can pull off likable hero, uh, which is necessary for a guy who can make duplicates of himself. Because how many James Franco do you really want to see on screen? What do you guys think about this? I was going to say, did you see, uh, uh, was it Planet of the Apes? The, uh, one that yeah, kind of that was the one time where I was like, okay, I don't want to punch him in the face. Yeah. That was the one time. I mean, like, the rest of his roles have been kind of comedic. You kind of want to punch him in the face. But, again, that that was the role. I'm like, okay, when you, you, you brought the subject, I'm like, huh. Like, I, I remember there was a the new animated Batman where – the guy they had a kind of guy a scientist guy do something like that. I'm like, you could really do something like that. You just gotta figure out how to what kind of story you want to tell with that. But yeah, that with him on that lead, that might be fun. 
Yeah. Because I was just like, yeah. I'm like, as soon as you told me it was Voldemort, man, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a perfect character for him. Go for okay. it. Sorry. Cool. So, if you said Gambit, I would have been a little mad. But, well, yeah. no, we got Magic Mike playing him. Which I'm still not mad about, honestly. That, that one's not bad. I just wish, you know, as I say probably every show now, TV and podcast, um, that, you know, just wish that Fox Marvel and would just give up more. Fox would just give up Marvel and go for it. The only thing they got right, quite frankly, was the Legion TV show. That was amazing. Don't, don't, uh, don't shortchange that. Amazing. Though. Oh, God. I'm talking about they, No, they had, they the, had wait, to wait, wait, be wait, dragged wait. into making Deadpool. Rue Deadpool up. So it was, I give them no credit for Deadpool. Fred so Deadpool. Funny. They did get dragged say, by the fans to say, hey, we oh, need okay, a real Deadpool we'll movie. Exactly. You, you, we shouldn't actually have him shut up and act like, act like that was Deadpool. I thought that's yeah, how Deadpool is. Was... <laughs> no, no. I thought, I'm sorry, Multiple Man, is this a TV show or a movie? No, I'm movie. Sorry. Oh, okay, because Fox is coming out with so many TV shows since they can abuse every mutant character, underling, whatever, <laughs> aside from the X-Men as well, to, to go for it. Um, did you guys see the new mutant trailer? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it was interesting. I'm curious to see what they're doing with it. I'm curious enough to go see it. If I think it's good, I don't know, but why not? Horror movies in, a, in this situation, yeah, that hospital was probably horrible for them. That's cool. I can see if they do it like that. Let me be, let me check it back again. Going back to Legion, if they're doing it like that to, from their perspective, the New Mutants' perspective of the hospital, I mean, that's a horror hospital for them, right? It's a crazy hospital. And so if they're taking it from the minds of, of the kids, like, that's a good perspective. Just like you did with Legion, you know, what's the perspective of a schizophrenic mutant? <laughs> they they nailed it in, um, in on uh, the FX show Legion, so... If they're going, I guess that's what opened my mind to a horror film of the New Mutants. Now, how you come out of that as a series, I have no clue. But <laughs> I'm curious to see what this take is. You know. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, next up, the only real big thing left on the calendar is that certain Star Wars movie, Last Jedi. Um, um my whole year oh stop my year stops um after Black Panther comes out, so that's not the last thing. Sorry. Well, that's that's yeah, next year though. They say that's next year. I'm saying my whole movie year of like I'm done with all the movies that I really want to see. I've been trying to see Black Panther since before they I thought they put didn't they push it back? Wasn't it supposed to come out in the fall and then it they pushed it back? In November. What happened Thank was you. we got Spider Man. They uh they Yeah, they pushed him back. Yeah. Which is like, all right, fine. Well, him and um and uh, Captain Marvel, I remember that. But you know, so for me, I'm like, mm, I'm still waiting on that. I mean, if you're gonna wait till next year to call your movie year over, you may as well just throw it into May so you can get Infinity War too. Okay, now here's well, May starts the is... whole cycle over again, though. You know, superhero <laughs> the cycle. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the cycle of superhero movies starts in May. The real ones, anyway. I mean, when you know, Wolverines always come in April. Ugh. Anyways, Ugh. go. <laughs> Yeah. All right, fellas. Well, uh, I want you guys to start watching Punisher. So I want you to be nice and rested so you can catch that. Uh, I've got a lot of stuff going on at Lyle's Movie Files. You can check it out. I am posting pretty much every hour now another episode of The Punisher. So when you finish binging on it, you can go to my site and check out my thoughts on everything. I've already written an overall season one synopsis, but I'm breaking down each episode 
I wrote them as I watched. So I'm not going back and changing things and trying to make myself look like I was right early on when I was dead wrong. So check it out. Uh, feel free to comment on that and, and let me know what you think on each episode as you progress through. Fellas, thank you for joining me on this one. I'm looking forward to seeing Justice League a second time this weekend at some point. And oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Ditto. So we'll do it again. All right. Well, thank you much for tuning in. Thank you all for listening. This episode of Lyle's Movie Files has been filed.